Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuhu from the podcast team at Qalam. We wanted to wish you a very blessed Ramadan. This month you can expect daily uploads that will include reflections, khatiras and khutbas all from our new campus Alhamdulillah. If you benefit from this content, please give generously at supportqalam.com. 100% of your donations goes towards the means of providing accessible Islamic knowledge to people around the world. Jazakumullah khairan for listening. Bismillahi walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Sorry about the delay everyone, inshallah. Let's go ahead and get started. Uh, so continuing with our study of the ayat of a nur within the Qur'an, illuminated as we've titled it. Today we're going to be taking a look at Surah number 13, ayah number 16. The surah is titled Surah Al-Ra'd. And in this particular verse, there is the mention of nur. Once again, the mention of nur is more figurative or more uh, metaphorical. Once again, referring to iman and faith and belief. But in this particular verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us what exactly happens, what does it look like when there is an absence of that nur, when, there, when a person is lacking that illumination, the iman, then what, what does that look like? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in ayah number 16, قُلْ مَنْ رَبُّ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ He tells the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, say, who is the Lord of the heavens and the earth? Pose this question to them. And then tell them, it is Allah. Answer that question for them. Already what you're seeing here is that the people that are being asked this very simple, basic, fundamental question, who is the creator, the master, the sustainer, the provider, the protector of the heavens and the earth and everything in between and everything therein, they don't have the ability to answer that question. That's the kind of clarity that they lack. So then answer the question for them, tell them, قُلْ Allahu, Allah is the one. قُلْ أَفَتَّخَذْتُمْ مِن دُونِهِ أَوْلِيَاءِ And then say to them, that have all of you actually left Allah aside and taken other allies. You've made all these other affiliations and associations. All these false gods that you have pledged loyalty to. And these false gods that you have adopted, they do not even control any benefit or harm even for themselves. They, they can't even control the good and the bad for themselves. قُلْ Then further say to them, هَلْ يَسْتَوِي الْأَعْمَى وَالْبَصِيرِ That someone who sees and someone, or someone who doesn't see versus someone who can see, can they ever be the same? Are they equal? Meaning, are, can they operate in the same way? Someone who cannot see, someone who's operating in the dark, somebody who can't see where they're going, and versus someone who sees where they're going, they're operating in the light. Are those two scenarios comparable at all? And obviously the answer is no. أَمْ هَلْ تَسْتَوِذْ ظُلُمَاتُ وَالنُّورِ 
Similarly, now think about the fact that being buried under layers upon layers upon layers of darkness, and on the other hand, you have nur, light, illumination, the ability to see, the ability to understand, the ability to know what you're doing and to have confidence. Can these two things ever be the same and equal? And obviously, once again, the answer is no. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, أَمْ جَعَلُوا Or in actuality, is, is the reality of their situation, the reality of what they've done, is it the following? That they have created, they have fabricated partners for Allah, خَلَقُوكَ خَلْقِهِ And these partners to Allah that they have fabricated, have they actually created anything? Similar to how Allah has created everything? فَتَشَابَهَ الْخَلْقُ عَلَيْهِمْ And maybe that's why they're confused. These people are confused. Maybe this is why they associate these partners. Maybe that's why they have these problematic associations. That they're just confused. They can't tell, well, who created what? And then once again, obviously, the, it's a rhetorical question. The answer is no, absolutely not. Then Allah tells the Prophet ﷺ, Rather say to them that Allah, He is the creator of everything. And He, Allah, is one. And He, Allah, is dominant, compelling, almighty. That His will shall be done. And that He imposes His will on everything and everyone. So this verse here, while once again talking about that concept of nur, the nur of iman, the nur of the light of faith, the illumination of belief, it shows us here that when people are devoid of that light, it's not just a simple matter of, well, maybe they're not you know, getting everything right, or maybe they're messing up a little bit here or there. Or maybe it's just, you know, a little bit of an inconvenience. It's a little bit more trouble. No, no, no. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that what that does to a person is that it puts a person into such a state of darkness and, and ignorance and misguidance and falsehood that this person no longer even has the sense to know who created the heavens and the earth. That this person would take a rock as a hadith of Bukhari mentions, that the Sahaba, remin not reminiscing, that's a, that's a positive association, the Sahaba lamenting, regretting, looking back at what their situation used to be. Right? Where they said that we would be at home worshipping this rock, and one day we're walking around, and we see a shinier, nicer rock. And we pick it up, and we say, ooh, look at this. And then we would go home and that other rock that we had been worshipping, we would take it and we throw it out and we put the shinier rock there and we start worshipping it now. That that's what that, without the light of iman, without this illumination from Allah, that's what a human being can become. That a person is not only not understanding their own good and bad, but they're worshipping things that can't even affect any good or bad for themselves. And a person can no longer tell the difference between the darkness and the light. 
The person can no longer feel and sense the difference of knowing what they're doing as opposed to having no idea what they're doing. Like when you're just driving down the street, you're driving from point A to point B, and you know the directions, you know the way, or you have you know, the maps guiding you. Think about the kind of comfort and confidence you have that you can reach your destination. As opposed to imagine no maps, no sense of direction, right? There's nothing to even figure out what general direction you're going in, and you're just driving around in circles. The kind of, you know, uh, anxiousness that you would feel, how lost you would feel. But imagine not being able to tell the difference between those two things. And then not only that, but then associating partners to Allah who have not created anything, have no power, have done nothing, and to not only prop them up as equals to Allah, but potentially even show them more loyalty than you would show to Allah. That is what we have to lose. Allah presents us this very drastic example of somebody who's so misguided and so lost. So as we are sitting here, in the month of Ramadan, in the house of Allah, praying to Allah, reading the, the speech of Allah, reflecting on the kalam of Allah, so that we can look at all of this, we can read all of this, we can understand this, and we can recognize and realize what a blessing we have, and how blessed we are. And we can learn to cherish this blessing, and we can protect it, and we can cherish it and we can grow it and we can take care of it and preserve it and protect it and give it the kind of care, the appreciation, the respect that it deserves from us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the ability to practice everything we've said and heard. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik nashadu wa la ilaha illa anta nasaghfirku wa natubu ilayk. Jazakumullah khairan wa assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.